When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Understanding Today's Narcissist. Brought to you in part by PsychCentral.com. And now here's your host, Christine Hammond. Ever wonder how you can manage to work with a narcissist? I have had a lot of experience working with them over the years. Probably some of the biggest areas that I have seen narcissists are in positions of power and influence, such as high-level managers. I've also seen attorneys who are narcissists, and at, I've also seen attorneys as narcissists, as well as it being very dominant in the financial industry. My personal experience with this has led me to write quite a bit about working with narcissism. And so today I'm going to share with you my top 10 tips for how to work with a narcissist. The nervousness and tension and terror that Meryl Streep managed to portray as Miranda Priestly in the movie The Devil Wears Prada is just all too familiar for some. She did such a fabulous job of characterizing what it means to work for a female narcissist. Now, I've had personal experience with this, both with male and female narcissists, and I can tell you one is not better than the other. They're both the same, but they have a little bit different characteristics, and I'm going to save that for another podcast. So for right now, let's just talk about how narcissists manage to rise to the top of the food chain, mostly because they don't mind leaving a trail of destructive relationships behind in the process. They're all about what doing whatever it takes in order for them to get to the top. One of the characteristics of a narcissist, in fact, is that they easily take advantage of other people and they have no empathy. So that combination allows them to really go far in corporate America. When a narcissist sets their sights on some kind of executive status, they usually achieve it. But the cost is very heavy for broken relationships, both personally and professionally. So how in the world can you manage to get along working with someone like this? knowing that it's going to be very destructive and that no matter how hard you try working with them now, your relationship is going to deteriorate later. Well, it can be very detrimental to your career in particular. So one of the major keys for working with a narcissist is not pointing out the narcissism to everyone. This can be very detrimental to your career, even when the narcissist fully acknowledges and is proud of their behavior. It's okay for a narcissist to point out their own possible flaws, which, you know, for them, there aren't really a whole lot of them, but it's never okay for anybody else to embarrass or humiliate them, and that's exactly how they see it as humiliation. That is the ultimate evil for all narcissists. So rather, the key to survival when working with a narcissist lies in knowing yourself. This is the most important feature. You have to know who you are and be comfortable of yourself. Know your personal and professional strengths, um, which could be seen as potential competition for the narcissist. 
equally be sensitive to any weaknesses that you might have, which can be seen as vulnerability. And the narcissist will use that in an attack later. So here are 10 tips that I'd like you to remember in dealing with them. Number one, stay cool regardless of the threats that you're going to get, because there will be quite a few verbal threats that happen. There's usually intimidation. There's gaslighting. Again, that will be another podcast that I will explain what that technique looks like. Lots of twisting of the truth or guilt tripping. Make sure that you stay calm. No matter what they say, no matter what they do, check your blood pressure, check your heart rate, check your breathing, and by all appearances, have a poker face of calmness. This is a huge exercise in self-control because usually a narcissist goes for the jugular, and so they don't hold back when they go after you. Don't let them get to you. Don't let them know they have gotten to you. It is much easier to respond strategically if in that very moment you are calm. Next, number two, ignore any aggressiveness. So when the narcissist becomes aggressive, they usually have this nice body language that goes along with it. So it makes quite the statement without them even having to say anything. This isn't about being physically big. Uh, rather, I have seen some small people who are narcissists do this very well. So an example would be like they lean forward in the discussion with you. They might look down on you if they are taller or if you are sitting down, they might stand up so that they can look down on you. They might physically block an exit so that you can't escape, like blocking a doorway to an office. Or they might even puff out their chest a little bit, uh, straighten up the back, put the shoulders back, like let you know that they are the person that has a powerful position and that they are very much in charge. Don't call attention to any of this. It only reassures them that their physical intimidation is effective. Just know for yourself that it's there, acknowledge it, and then wait, because that's usually the signal that you need that a verbal threat is about ready to come at you. Again, usually the physical will preempt the verbal threat. Number three, when you're in the moment, after you've stayed calm and you recognize the physical things, pause before responding to anything they may say. Make sure you take some time before responding to any demands. Even a short pause is very effective. It is better to be seen as slow than making a quick, forced decision. One of the most effective tools I have found in doing this is to repeat back something what they have said. It buys you some time. So if they ask you a question, you can re-ask the same question and just say, I'm just making sure that that's what you want me to answer. This buys you a couple of seconds and it allows them to be caught off guard because they're not going to expect you to respond to their statement or their question with a question. So even if they say, you're an idiot, I can't believe that you did this, why would you do this? You can respond back to them by saying, so you think I'm an idiot and you don't know why I responded this way. That will throw them off their guard a little bit, just long enough for you to be able to come back with a good response. 
Narcissists like to use the need for immediate action in order to bully others to their side. So by pausing, you are giving more time and they won't be as effective in the bullying. The next one is really important. It's number four and it is talk quieter. The former United States President Teddy Roosevelt's foreign policy advice of speak softly and carry a big stick is perfect for dealing with a narcissist. Carry a big stick should be taken figuratively, however, not literally. The stick is for protection against advice, and your stick is your knowledge of some area of the narcissist's insecurity, which you can be used to embarrass them at some point in time when they take things too far. So quiet your voice down, which will only highlight and exaggerate any kind of level of volume they may be having. Talk very slowly and just know that your big stick is knowing that they hate to be embarrassed. Number five, watch out for the roller coaster. Narcissists have a way of naturally doing this push-pull tactic. So what the push-pull tactic is, they push you away by making an offensive remark and then they pull you back in by giving you a compliment. So their idealization of you is quickly followed by some type of devaluation, sometimes within the same exact sentence. Do not get on that roller coaster. Instead, as tempting as the compliment might be, refuse to agree with either one of them so that you can remain neutral. This will allow them to know that that push-pull tactic is not effective on you and therefore they won't be able to use it going forward. Number six, check body language. Some people have a natural telltale signs of anxiety such as pulling on the hair, pinching the skin, turning red in the neck or fidgeting. If you have any of these symptoms or if you're not even aware of what they look like, ask somebody that you can trust to tell you what exactly those symptoms are for you because the narcissist has a very keen sense for these signs and they frequently will attack when they see them. So be aware of what your own body language is communicating to the narcissist. Remember, they completely lack empathy. So instead of restraining themselves when somebody is obviously nervous, they attack and even strike harder because they know that you're at a point of vulnerability. Number seven, try to bond. Challenging a narcissist is the quickest way to instigate an immediate attack. Since they hate to be embarrassed, they are hypersensitive to anything that might make them look bad. So instead of this, try coming alongside them as a partner. They will receive this much better. So when you get attacked and called an idiot for working on some project or not doing it some way that they want you to do, try to find a way to partner with them and use their expertise. You know, it would be really great if you could show me how to do this better, or I know you've had so much success in this area before, I could really use your help partnering with how to handle this other person. If you do that and you find a way to bond with the narcissist, that will draw them closer to you. Number eight, set boundaries. 
generally speaking, narcissists don't respect boundaries. Initially, that is. But when the boundary is consistent and reinforced over and over and over again, eventually they will concede. Because even a narcissist doesn't like to look like a loser or a failure. So they will go to some other playground when they know that this one isn't working. So even if there is some resistance in the beginning, because there always will be, a narcissist sees a boundary and just looks at that as an opportunity for them to show how much better they are or how they can cross over it even better, stay firm with whatever your boundary is for a period of time and things will eventually get better. Number nine, speak clearly. Trying to communicate with a narcissist is so frustrating because the conversation always gets redirected back to them. It can never be about you or about somebody else. It always has to come back to them and how great they are and how much they have done. So since there is a short period of time to actually communicate effectively with a narcissist, speak very clearly and directly about what it is you need. Any expectations or goals should be addressed as concisely as possible. And what I usually like to do is the hamburger method, which is compliment, confront, and compliment. And again, I will talk about that in another podcast. But for right now, know that that's a very effective way of getting something across. Do it quick, fast, immediately, right when you get their attention, as soon as you know you have it, and only stay on point on one thing. They can't digest more than one. Number 10, have an exit plan. If at any time there is an unsafe feeling when speaking to a narcissist, especially in a work environment, reach out to someone outside of the department. This is where HR could be very useful. Talking to coworkers in the same unit are, is going to be interpreted by the narcissist as disloyal behavior. So you want to avoid that at all costs. Instead, try to reach out to somebody that's outside that can look in and give you a better perspective. So these are your 10 strategies for how to handle work situations with a narcissist so that they don't gain the upper advantage and so that you are able to effectively get your job done without being demoralized in the entire process. I wish you the best of luck in working with them. Thanks for listening to Understanding Today's Narcissist with Christine Hammond. Brought to you in part by PsychCentral.com. For more information, visit GrowWithChristine.com. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.